Welcome to the Spring Break Edition of the USA Christian Challenge Podcast. Right here, you're going to hear all of the roundtable discussions that are important for you and your ministry. You can learn more about us at uscchristianchallenge.com or find us on social media at USC Challenge. For now, let's listen to Erin as she talks about making the most out of our suburbs. Um, so I'm going to kind of give a little intro and then we'll look at those handout sheets. So I hope you guys are having a good time. We miss you. Excited to be together in August. So I don't know how it's going in your world, but I kind of at this point in the semester, I'm like, the, I can see the end, but I'm just not there yet. Like it's the final stretch. Senioritis maybe for Chandler and others. It's like, oh my gosh, like the senioritis is so real. Um, Eduardo, I don't know if the links, oh there, Winfield's got you. So, but it's not too early though. What I want to say is even though you may be feeling like summer's a long time away, it's not too early to think about your summer. And I did kind of some math for you and except for like Drew and Chandler and Eduardo, I think the rest of you, you have exactly 102 days between the last day of finals in May and the first day of classes. So you have 102 days. That's like almost a, a third of a year. So you can get a lot done in that time. Kind of reminds me of Psalm 9012, you know, so teach us to number our days that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. And some of you who are older, maybe have heard Bevan share about just the the value of small days, buying up small days, and those small days at just like a random Tuesday morning, that really those are opportunities to set direction and to make progress and to, to really, by the choices we make, end up somewhere. Because, you know, I'm going to see Caleb in August, Lord willing, and he's going to be like, Aaron, how was your summer? He may be like, Aaron, I haven't seen you in two years. Um, but he, first of all, he might just ask about my summer. And I, what am I going to tell Caleb? Like, there's a lot that God has for me in the summer of 2021 that I, that I don't know about yet, right? That's really beyond my control that I'm sure I will fill Caleb in on. But there's a lot that's in my control. And so that's what we're going to talk about this summer or this session is like what in our summer is in our control and how can we buy up and make the most of these 102 days that we have. So just remembering that, that we don't grow by accident. Like I didn't wake up this morning more loving, more forgiving, more great filled because of like sleeping didn't happen you know it's through choices that I make in inviting God into my life to change me those, those small days decisions so how we approach the summer really does matter and I don't know about you but I thought 2021 I can be I can tend to be a bit of an idealist so I was just so hopeful that 2021 was just going to be so much better than 2020 and honestly it's been a really rough year. It's been hard. I thought it was going to be just great, but it's been really tough. So it's easy to have the approach for the summer of like, I deserve a break. Like I just need to rest this summer. But I think sometimes our idea of what is restful is a distraction and not really what's restful. Like oftentimes we think I'm going to binge watch this show that I've heard so much about, and then I can talk about it with my friends. But what if you did that and you could like dissected the characters and the cinematography and all that, but you knew little about the heart of God at the end of the summer. Like that would be really sad. That would be tragic and a waste of a summer, but kind of a lazy way approach, but, or the me centered approach, or maybe even the free spirit approach, but it's an approach. You do need to rest the summer. Honestly, you guys have been working hard. Zoom is exhausting. 
but to build in rest that's really refreshing and life-giving to you and isn't just like vegetating on the couch. So that's one approach. Another approach, which I'm not quite sure this is going to be much of a struggle for you guys in this COVID season is like the resume building approach where it's just all about your career and making a name for yourself. And if you don't have the you know, recommendation from your boss at the end of the summer, then you're never going to have a good career. And so nothing else matters except your internship. And so I would just challenge you to kind of think outside of, and think beyond just internship for the summer. And the last approach and the one that I hope that you'll consider is just the intentional forward thinking approach, like approaching with a plan, deciding in advance what you want to be true of your life in August. Um, and it's going to require some accountability, some intentionality, some work on the front end. But I think when Caleb asks that question to each of us in August, then we'll have an answer that we're proud to give, right? But I can't like, and I'm not, actually I could, but I'm not, and I won't tell you like exactly how to spend your summer. Like I really wanna challenge you to pray and to seek God and to come up with a plan, you know, with his help and maybe with the help of a mentor of yours so that you really can end the summer in a different place than where you, you launched in May. So I want to challenge you to think specifically, to think strategically. I don't know, did any of you guys sign up to do Project Impact this summer? A few of you guys did? Well, oh, this is exciting. A lot of you guys did. Well, Neil gave me the green light to, if anybody is still interested in signing up, that they need to sign up now. He was like, now, they have to sign up now. And so if you're interested, there are still some spots available and we would love to have, because it's hard to talk about the summer and be like, oh guys, you missed this incredible opportunity. Oh, I'm so sorry. So it's not like that. You still have a chance if you haven't signed up already. But Project Impact to me, is such an ideal way to spend the summer because while yes, I can grow on my own and I can make a plan to grow like alongside people headed the same direction catalyzes my growth so much more. And it's so much more motivating and encouraging to keep going and to notice progress in other people and to think, oh my goodness, I wonder if I'm making progress and it just urges me forward. So highly recommend doing project if you haven't signed up for that already. I don't think any of you guys are going overseas this summer. I think those are some different folks, but there's lots of different ways to invest your summer project is just one of the one of the ways. So some of you may have heard of this acronym that we're going to review in just a little bit called OATS. And it's something that we could talk about a lot in challenge. I just wanted to provide this resource for you so that you could use it to kind of come up with a plan and a strategy for how to invest your summer. And so I usually narrow it down to three categories, maybe like spiritual, physical, maybe work-related, emotional, mental, something like that. So if you open that Google Doc, you'll see that, the, or you probably already opened it. And um, we'll look at that first sheet of getting started and making summer oats. So just kind of going through what are oats? Like, what are you talking about, Erin? It's more than just what your parents want you to eat for breakfast. So objectives. Who do I want to become? You know, we're all becoming something. So thinking about who we want to become and in choosing to head in that direction. You know, what do I want to be true of my life? And where do I want to be? So those are kind of some broad strokes to help you kind of get an idea of narrowing down what objectives you might choose for the summer and activities. So you need to have activities to line up how you're going to achieve these objectives, right? And then time, when are these activities going to actually happen? Because again, like as Neil says, if it doesn't get into your schedule, 
you know, it's not going to get into your life. And then seriously evaluate, right? It's like one thing to hope it happens. And then another thing to like, okay, did that actually happen? And ways I can improve. So looking at, you know, are these activities actually helping me accomplish this objective? You know, what do I need to start, stop, increase, decrease, like thinking about those things. So if you scroll down this next sheet, that really cute chart, I did not create it. One of the students did actually, it was a part of Project Impact in 2018 when I led it. And so these were my notes for 2018. Or maybe I led it in 2017, but I just used, I can't remember. No, not important guys. So the first one of mine was exercise and health. So I asked Bethany if she would be willing to help me get in shape and exercise with me four to five mornings a week. And so she would come over to my apartment 6.30 in the morning. And then I wanted to eat less processed food because I just hear you feel better when you do. And actually it's very true. And then I wanted to like try out new recipes and create a Pinterest board so that in the fall when things got super busy, I already had some recipes stored up and I knew kind of how to make them so it would be easier um, to transition into the fall. So those were, you know, the activities and then went the time. Okay, so Bethany, 6.30 in the morning, Monday, Tuesday, we skipped Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday. I can't even do it. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, skip Thursday, sorry, Friday, my brain is mush. And then I would meal prep on Sunday nights and then evaluate on June 30th and July 31st. And then another area I really wanted to grow in is just like some women's issues. I was meeting with some girls who had some deep struggles that I just didn't know a lot about. And so I wanted to learn so I could help them better. And so um, my friend Tanya, who's in campus ministry, she had some book recommendations. She also told me about this amazing ministry and this conference that I wanted to listen to. And then one of our alums, Rebecca, had struggled with the same thing. And so she'd give me some blog articles. So those were things I needed to read or listen to. But when was I going to do that? Because it's one thing in my mind of like, it'll eventually happen. I don't know if you guys are like that tomorrow, tomorrow, it never happens. So for me, I can't just like spend three hours reading because that means I will take a nap. So I needed to turn into manageable chunks so that I stayed awake and actually learned the things that I needed to learn. So I would spend an hour Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday morning, and Thursday morning. That was my goal. And then evaluate on the same days. And then another thing is like, I really, well, it's just a downfall of my personality, guys. Um, out of sight, out of mind. I really love you guys, but it's really hard for me when I don't see you regularly to to remember to pray for you and to keep up in touch with you. So Carlene works so hard at the summer prayer guide, which I know you've seen the email and I doubt any of you have responded to the email because I haven't responded to the email yet either, but do it, do it, do it. Because it's just so helpful. Like, because it's, it's one thing, let me see. Okay. Winfield is a great example. His last name is with a Z. And so if Winfield turns in the summer prayer guide late, it's not that big of a deal because Winfield's at the bottom. Like it doesn't impact the whole layout of the entire book, but say David Bukowski turns it in late. He ruins everything, everything, because it messes up all of it. She has to reformat the whole thing. So turn it in on time. And it also helps people like me to actually pray for you guys and keep in touch with you guys because I want to, I want to be faithful to do that, but I need help. So help a sister out and do that. So that's what I would do was pray for you guys. And I would text the people I was praying for in the morning and then use the summer prayer guide to write letters. So if you want, a, it's not too late. No, it's not too late. I haven't even done it yet. I can't remember when the deadline is. Y'all are making me feel bad. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> oh, no, no. I was just using an example. You're a perfect example because you have the last name that starts with a B. It's not even due till April 15th, but you know, think about it. And I'm like, I don't know why I need prayer for everything. So, but those were things that I wanted to grow in. 
And that's kind of my plan for the summer. And then, so obviously I should just tell you up front, none of this material is original with me. I stole it from all these different people I've learned from through the years. So this last sheet, if you scroll down, Seth Gatchel, who just spoke to you, he actually led our last challenge in the spring of 2020 and talked about how to use your summer well. And he came up with this sheet and it was just too, too good not to remind you guys of if you were there or not to expose you guys to if you weren't there. But just like, this is a tremendous resource. Who's going to be your accountability partner? Who are you going to partner with? What do you want to learn? Like, I'm thinking about like in the Bible, like maybe it's the parables or maybe you want to spend time in Psalms or maybe you want to learn about temptation or one specific book of the Bible. Like, what do you want to do? Prayer life. Maybe you like me need a plan to pray for people specifically using the prayer guide or maybe you just want to spend more time in prayer. Another idea is just choosing someone, asking someone, would you be willing to spend time with me on a consistent basis this summer? There's some things I want to grow in and I really would like your help in doing that. And then reading at least one book. You guys, you are so smart. You're at USC. Like one book is really not that much. Readers are readers. So start with one. And if you finish one, then you can read another. But have an attainable goal. And then interviewing those who are ahead of you. Like, you know, Sam. I'm trying to think who else is on here. Well, Sam is our, our lone freshman girl. So like Sam could interview people who are juniors and seniors, you know, those of you, Chandler and Drew, they could talk to people who are a little bit older than them who have recently transitioned out of college asking, okay, how do I do this? You know, Kaleo could be like, I'm moving, I'm almost halfway through my college, like talking to a senior, how, what do I need to consider, you know, at the halfway point? And so just asking people questions that are ahead of you, it's amazing what you can learn when you ask questions. And then ministry to people guys, we are around, oh no, I skipped something, sharing your testimony and sharing the gospel. Like what Bevan was talking about this morning, this, this story of God's forgiveness in our lives and that how we've experienced that and by his grace and through the power of the Holy Spirit that we can forgive other people. Like that's a story worth telling again and again and again and again at every opportunity. So practice it, get better at sharing it, more confident in it so that you will actually share how God has radically changed your life and then share not just your testimony, but learn a gospel presentation. Be able to share that with greater confidence by the end of the summer. And then ministry to people. You know, you are around people and I'm around people every day who just need an extra hand. You know, whether it's mowing someone's yard or washing their car, texting and saying, I'm going to the grocery store. Can I pick up something for you? Or babysitting their kids or cleaning their bathroom. I, I mean, I don't know. It could be anything, but, but just maybe on Sunday nights thinking about, okay, who's one person I can serve this week? And thinking about that. And then Seth at the bottom has provided some resources that he recommends that are, that are really, really helpful. But before we move on to questions, I would really like you each to like maybe pull up iCal or Google Calendar or maybe your planner that you have. And I would like you to not pencil in, I want you to sharpie in with permanent marker, indelible ink. You will not skip this. When are you gonna make a plan for your summer? So between now and maybe like say like May 20th, like maybe an hour or two hours, I would say at least, um, maybe spend the first little bit just connecting with God and asking him, how do you always spend summer? And then working through these two handouts. So pull it up, I'm gonna stop talking and I'm gonna let you figure out a time that you are going to set a reminder do it.
you guys good to go? So like bolded and bright purple and alarms are gonna like awake those around you. They're gonna wonder what fire is happening because the alarm is going off. Like, oh no, that's, I'm just supposed to spend time planning my summer. But I would really encourage you to take time. You won't regret investing time on the front end. You'll really reap the benefits on the back end. So do you guys have questions or comments, maybe ideas of things that have worked for you in the summertime that we can learn from? I'm all ears. No. Are you guys really there? Maybe this is just pictures of just videos on repeat. I have a question. Thank you, Chandler. For people like Drew and I who are graduating, um, what would you recommend like the time frame for us? Cause summer probably doesn't make sense. Like rest of the year, six months, like what, what should the time frame for our oats be? That's actually a great question. Lee asked me that earlier and I almost think Chandler that it is helpful to kind of operate on a, an academic calendar schedule somewhat because I feel like to make oats for a year is a long time. Like maybe if you do it for a year, you don't evaluate enough. And so I would really encourage you to kind of maybe January, May or June, and then August, September, and kind of break it up like that. I don't know. Maybe it's also just my personality to get bored really easily. And so I kind of like something fresh and new. So try things out and see what works for you. Maybe try it for the summer and then try one in August and then see, but maybe I want to do August to May, like a full school year and then do something different in the summer. I think it's less about like not being rigid in it, but actually making it happen, right? Thank you for that question. Now I know that you are not a robot. Anybody else want to prove that they are not robots? So Drew, does that mean you're gonna be in LA? Um, I don't know if I'm going to be in LA for the summer. I'm waiting to hear or get my orders to go to South Carolina. Um, my friend got his orders and he's leaving June, or he has to be there by June 30th. I don't know if that means I'm going to go later because I haven't heard back yet, or I could go in May, <laughs> which I don't want to happen. So we shall see what happens. You but I applied for a project in the past, so hopefully I'll be here. That would be great. So you know for sure you're going to South Carolina. Yes, I don't have Talk a Talk about culture shock, <laughs> There's no other, like, school to go to um, for, like, the next phase of my training. Yeah. Okay, maybe... Instead of questions, you guys should tell me what you've learned today. Because I've just said the same thing over and over again. Okay, Edward, our water is like, okay, Aaron. Awesome. Yeah, so my question is, uh, any advice for the people that get, like, overexcited and put, like, 15 things on the oats, and then, like, you know, nothing gets done because it's like, yeah, I can do this. And, you know, through the summer, I'm going to, you know, uh, you know, 
volunteer at three different hospitals and you know like you know like how what's a healthy like way of not underestimating yeah what you can do right but also being wise about uh almost like allotting space and time for like failure or like rest or if that makes sense right like not meeting up to the standards so yeah absolutely because we do need rest this summer you know i would really encourage you to when you choose your accountability partner to share oats with them and then they can be like okay I don't know how you're possibly going to get all this done because also if you spread yourself too thin, like I think part of what's motivating to keep at it is when you see progress and when you have 15 oats, it's like impossible to see progress because you can't even remember what your oats are. So I really try to just stick with three. I think, man, if you could just make progress in three areas, that'll be huge. That'll pay dividends over time. But if you're, I, I can be very idealistic as well and be like, total overhaul this summer and and then just get discouraged in the process and kind of want to give up so yeah that's what drew was saying to avoid the overload yes but invite other people in to help you because usually we don't see our idealism like other people do that's a great question well thank you so much aaron Uh, i just got the text from uh, Jenna, that uh, th- that's our time up this time for transition. Perfect. But thank you so much for just sharing with us, and yeah, I just really appreciate it. Thank I you. Think, I think that's such we, good stuff for us. We miss about. you guys. Hope to see you soon. Bye. Bye, Aaron. Thank Thanks again. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for listening to the Spring Break edition of the USC Christian Challenge podcast. You can subscribe and listen to new and archived episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you like what you heard, leave us a rating and review on iTunes because it helps us reach others with these resources. Once again, you can learn more about us at uscchristianchallenge.com or find us on social media at USC Challenge.